Welcome to the Desire to Dream podcast. I'm your host, Low Wilder. The vision of this podcast is to provide tools on how to become successful in your finances, business, leadership development, and much more. A little bit about me, I grew up in the hood, homeless at the age of 14. I made a choice not to become a product of my environment. And today, I am a successful businessman, community leader, and inspirational speaker. It is my desire to encourage and empower you to unlock your greatness. So tune in and enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Desire to Dream podcast. Today, I got my boy, Thomas Owens, T.O., real estate mogul. He's just killing the game uh, in, in Brevard County in the state of Florida, man. So, Thomas, how are you, my brother? Man, all is good, brother. All is good. Glad to be here. Excited, you know, uh, you know, always ready to learn and always ready to share what I learned. So, right, you know, man, that's an that's, honor, honor to be here, man. Yeah, it's beautiful, man. Beautiful, man. Just so everybody know, man, me and T.O., man, we connected. It, it was a, a very organic introduction, right? So uh, we, we had mutual friends, um, but he had actually happened to come and speak at the Rotary Club, where I was the president of my Rotary Club, man, and um, he's just doing phenomenal things, you know, in the community, giving back. He's kind of, he's kind of been doing that pretty much for quite some time. So, uh, so that people that don't know you or may not know you, um, give them a little background, you know, of your story, you know. Yeah, yeah, I uh, obviously probably like a lot of us grew up in humble beginnings, uh, you know, uh, at risk youth. Uh, Played a little basketball uh, through, you know, through that. I, I guess I worked really hard, got kind of good, and it gave me opportunities to kind of get out and travel the country a little bit and meet different type of people. I think that gave me a little inspiration that uh, maybe I could, you know, be something or or own a own my own house or or you know provide for my kids. It gave me a little inspiration meeting other people, and I went, you know, I actually got on track to. Finally started doing good in school, went to college, got my bachelor's, uh, got out, got a job, but that's, you know, that job came around 2008, 2009 when the economy was crashing. Mm. I went back, got my master's degree in business and um, um, teetered. I had my real estate license since college, but teetered in other sales opportunities. Uh, which ended up being a blessing because I learned the process and psychological part of sales, right? Mm -hmm. And um, all of that, you know, I was born to do real estate. So I know we're going to go there later, but, you know, right. all of that, I had my real estate license. I teetered away. I think some of those was good experiences, but uh, found my way back to real estate. And, and here I am, you know, I'm here in Florida and I, uh, not only do investment properties, but I teach others um, that have very little education, very little finances, mm -hmm. how they can do real estate on a high level, you know, without being rich, without that college degree, without, you know, if you have toughness, tenacity, uh, you know, if you have a, if you have something in your gut that tells you uh, that you can do it, you can do real estate. It just hasn't been proposed to people the way you know or proposed to certain people the way it needs to be proposed to mm, right and, and yeah I, like like grant like grant cardone says man sometimes you know you're not doing something because you got the wrong information <laughs> oh and, man listen, yeah either the wrong information 
or it was presented to you the wrong way. Right. You can present, you know, if, if somebody presents a luxury car to you, it, they can present it and say, hey, listen, you want a lot of maintenance problems, you want to overpay, uh, you want to lose full value, or they can propose it a different way. Hey, listen, this is a very rare vehicle. Uh, if you keep it in a magnificent uh, condition, prestige uh, condition, uh, mm -hmm. you'll be able to resell it at three times the value. Uh, um, this, this, uh, also this car that you purchase, uh, it comes with a group of people with this very rare car that you get the network with that's doing other business. So again, I believe the way a lot of businesses, especially real estate, um, was proposed to a lot of us, if you know what I mean. Right. Right. Um, it just wasn't proposed the right way. Mm -hmm. Right. It was yeah. always, uh, you education, a hard test. Uh, you know, you know, you have to have a luxury car to drive people around. They discriminate, you know, a lot of things that kind of would frustrate people. Right. You know, right. If you're not of the upper echelons. Absolutely. Man, I want to I want to kind of scale it back a little bit, man. Talk about the humble beginnings, you know, um, just were, were you the first in your family to go to college? Like, did you have that exposure when you were younger? Like, oh, man, this is somebody, you know, I'm going to I want to be like my, my brother or my cousin, like or. Were you like the first to break that cycle and, and oh, make it first, happen? First of everything, brother. First yeah. college, first you know, first uh, college uh, uh, scholarship, uh, first to go out of the state of Florida. Uh, <laughs> you know, first to first to accept that I could do it. You mm -hmm. know, uh, first the, I was the first person in my family to walk away from a fight. <laughs> <laughs> so, so you know where I'm going with this. Right, right. And uh, but here's the thing, man. Uh, uh, being the first, man, it really uh, all, my sisters and brothers. Now, in hindsight, because their youngest brother did it, I am the youngest, right? Uh, uh, four. Uh, so once I showed that I could do it, um, then they came. They doubled back. Right. My brother uh, that actually uh, served time in jail. Is a homeowner. Man, that's beautiful. Uh, my, my, my sister, uh, after, you know, many attempts to go to college, not go to college, uh, holds a master's degree uh, and runs her own ministry, church ministry. Uh, my, uh, uh, my other sister um, that struggled in life, homeowner, right? Mm -hmm. uh, my other brother, consistent job, uh, very happy uh, and have a fiance. So, you know, I think it takes somebody to make it, but yeah, very humble beginnings, poor, uh, sometimes go to bed hungry, mm -hmm. uh, wear, wear hand-me-down clothes. I live with my grandma, you know, my mom and dad, you know, through the seventies, if you was, you know, a minority and this is, I'm not trying to get on the minority tip, but if you was a minority in the seventies, sixties, a lot, you struggle, a lot of them struggle with drug issues. Right, right. So I, so I didn't have the luxury of being raised by my mom and dad. Mm -hmm. uh, which was a, a blessing and a curse, you know. Um, but yeah, very humble beginnings, but just been a, bl I, if you spin it, it can be a blessing. Yeah, man. And looking back at it, I mean, you know, I know for me, because we got similar backgrounds, right? When was it, at what point in your life when, if you could look back and say, man, that was it for me. Like, that's when it clicked. Like, I'm not, I don't have to, I don't have to choose this reality that everyone in my family accepted right? Like I can actually go out and do something. So when, when was it, like, what was it that said that just clicked for T.O. that was like, bro, 
I'm on it now. I'm on to something. Yeah, actually, me and a friend was talking about that a couple of weeks ago. And and so we came up with it. There's not one click. There's a bunch of clicks. Right. Mm -hmm. So the first click is like, man, I like playing basketball. So if I get keep getting these detentions, I'm not going <laughs> to go to play. Right. You know, the next click is like, oh, my God, you know, like this family, like, this, you know, they like their kid is doing homework in the light. You know what I'm saying? Like they got a house and the lights are bright, you know, and man, maybe, you know, one day I would love a house with a pool, you know? And then, you know, when you're in college and it's like, all right, um, everybody that's leaving and quitting and here only for sports seem to either not be getting a degree or just going from college to college. Uh, and so then it clicked, like, I don't, I, you know what? I don't, you know, I wanna, I, I wanna finish. I, I don't wanna be here forever. So then it clicked. Then as an adult, you know, I'm out there and, you know, I'm ready, excited to make a lot of money. And then they're treating me like, you know, like, hey, man, you need to smile more. I'm like, smile, I'm happy. <laughs> what you mean, smile? <laughs> like, uh, everybody's saying they don't not, they're not sure if you like them or not. I'm like, I don't like them. I love them. <laughs> right. But you're not smiling. I'm like, dude, I know you didn't call me in this office to tell me to smile. Uh, you know, so then it clicked that you know what, maybe this is a bridge to do my own thing because, you know, anybody that know me know I'm happy and helpful, right? But because these people didn't want to get to know me, they wanted me to fit into whatever box or picture they had for me, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Their first thing was, oh, well, you need to change to fit in. And again, it clicked in that all right, I'm going to do this, but this ain't really for me, right? right I, maybe right. I need to go to entrepreneur route. So it was a lot of clicks that happened along the way. That walked right? in. Yeah, right. That's awesome, man. So so you go to college and, and you, like you said, you know, everyone has a purpose, right? Everyone is like God created us for a purpose, on purpose to do something. And and your purpose is real estate. And, and you knew that it seemed like early on, but you obviously were given, you know, advice and, and stuff like for me same thing like hey go to college you know go do that and then you're like okay you start trying out these these different avenues man but you like you said you were already tied to real estate man kind of walk through that a little bit man what was that first deal like when um you, you were able to get into that uh with the real estate yeah man um the truth is is my sister teetered in real estate um uh, when I was a kid, she gave me uh, Wink and Grow Rich. Uh, she gave me The Millionaire Next Door. She gave me, uh, you know, Kiyosaki book. Which one is that? Uh, the Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Right. She gave me How to Win Friends and Influence People. Dale Carnegie, a phenomenal right? book. Mm -hmm. uh, so I read these books, man, and they just talked about investing in yourself, not in other people's business. Mm. Uh, now, uh, yes, I, 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 I love real estate from the beginning, but I'm gonna just tell you, I'm not, you know, to describe me as a, a, a real estate. No, I don't really, I don't love real estate. I love people, right? Mm -hmm. I love being a professional. I love, I love the psychology of sales, right? And so, you know, I went to the biggest, the biggest, the highest level, which is real estate. Mm -hmm. I started on the smallest level. But I went to the biggest field, you know, the most lucrative, the one that people I know for a fact, if you do it the right way, uh, you're going to be prosperous, right? 
Mm-hmm. So, um, so God made me a certain way and I could have used it. I could have used it to go into yacht sales. I could have used it to go into, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, skyscraper sales, who knows, but it just, it worked perfectly where I picked the biggest scale. Cause I said, you know what? I'd rather, fit, I would rather be, you know, one of the best or try my best on a high level than to go, you know, sell, uh, you know, lawnmowers, you know, which lawnmowers is good. You know what I'm saying? Right. I'm not saying people probably make a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars a year from selling lawnmowers. But once you the best, you might cap out at two. If you the best in real estate, you capping out at 200 million. Right. You know, if you're just good in real estate, you can still cap out at a couple million. You see what I'm saying? So right, right. I believe that was kind of my, that's how my path got chosen, right? Cause like I said, I did other things and I've always been making over a hundred grand, right. but a hundred grand, I still was, you know, build, I was built, build, you know, build a build, you know, check the mm-hmm. check. Right. Yeah, man. Cause that, unfortunately, you know, a lot of us, when you're the first and the trailblazer, man, for a lot of things, you don't even know how to handle the money, right? You know, you, you, you find a way to get the bag, um, but then you have to learn how to secure the bag, flip the bag. Right. So a lot of, a lot of us don't know those levels to money. You know, we just, we get it, we get paid and we're like, man, we never seen this type of cash before. So we buying things, getting into debt, traveling, doing things, which is all, all right. Right. But then you find yourself in a position where you're like, man, I, I could have done something a lot different. Um, you talked about this earlier uh, with networking. You know, obviously we talked about it too. That's how we met and we came across, you You met some some very powerful individuals, right? Just like myself, when you come across some millionaires, their way of thinking um, about life, uh, like the books that we read, you know, they talk about investing in you. That's the greatest investment you can do. But when you got that exposure and you was like, man, I can really make some serious money, Right in the real estate game, you know, why is it so important that individuals kind of find a mentor? Cause I know you found a mentor who ended up being a partner, right? You guys ended up partnering up, started killing the game. Right. So why is that so important? You know, for someone who's probably on their way to upcoming that young TO, right. That one that's coming up and you're like, man, what, what kind of advice you can give them? Cause that's, that's, those are the people that are listening essentially are individuals that are trying to turn their dream to a reality so what piece of advice you can give them on networking and capitalizing on that yeah so i'll i'll do networking uh but before even that when you're talking about the money and what people are doing with their money it is absolutely unexcusable to buy anything before you're 40 anything right and 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 we do it and i did it but it's absolutely unexcusable you know, in your 20s, I mean, everybody's just trying to figure it out. Everybody got high hopes and ain't nobody going to be nothing, most likely. Yes, we, we see Justin Timberlake and Justin Bieber start at an early age. Uh, we see Kodak Black and we get confused that that's just like hitting the lottery. It's just not that right. many of those people and they're giving right. God given talent. But the rest of us, you know that we're struggling to kind of just figure it out. We got high hopes, but we don't know nothing. Mm. So in your 20s, really... You know, you're supposed to uh, already, you know, that's why it's important to have a father, a mom and dad or somebody to direct you or a mentor, which we're going to answer next. But again, you if in a perfect world, 
you would know what you want to do in your 20s. You would go through the process of mastering it 20 through 30, right? At 30, you should just not be coming to the point where you can really like call yourself a mature adult. You know your direction. You got a little skills and just saving your money, right? Nothing, buy nothing. This is a perfect world, obviously. Um, now, I will tell you this, I am a 90% investor. 90% of my money is back in investing. I only have $10,000, $20,000 at all time for my little shenanigans, right? Mm -hmm. Never have any more money than that, right? So uh, 30 to 40, there's it's only grind time. No bins, no travel, no nothing. Now, from 40 to 50, uh, you should be the best at what you do and starting to prepare for your retirement at 50, right? You see, you see the green light, you know what I'm mm. saying? You start chipping away, you know, buying a little bit, but at the end of the day, you've set up these, uh, these, uh, these avenues of uh, residual income, right? So that's a perfect world. And I just say that because, you know, uh, the, the rap, the rappers, the TV shows, especially targeting minorities make you want to spend, Mm. can't spend nothing in your 20s you know right. what I'm saying? You, right. you can't you can't spend that you can't really spend that much in your 30s but you got to think we i remember when i was a kid and 40 used to be a, just an old person you almost <laughs> did if you was 40 right, right and now right. i'm 40 and look at me and i'm like i got life right mm -hmm. uh but if you got if you got that bag in your 40s and and you got that name and you got them uh, referrals coming to you in your 40s you've done it 50 50, we still going to look the same. Right. You know what I'm saying? All you need to do is work out a little bit, mm -hmm. you know, at 40, if you, if you start enjoying your life at 45, and, but you got that money. And when I say money, I mean, like when you go to that $15,000 trip, no problem. You know, I just seen Max Maxwell. He's another real estate guy. Mm -hmm. And uh, he just took his wife on a one month vacation around the world. It Man. didn't look like he had no pressure. Right. <laughs> Anyways, back to the mentor. Hey, before, before you move on to that part. Right. So what if it's that young cat that's like, yeah, I hear you, T.O., but man, I work so hard, man. I'm, I'm just now making money. Like, why can't I go buy that car? I mean, because I hear people say it all the time. They're like, look, man, I busted my butt to get to where I'm at. So I'm going to I'm going to do this. I'm going to buy this. I'm going mm -hmm. to buy that kind of you, you talked about why you should. But talk about why you shouldn't like the trap. Right. Because because mm. you just you, you give me some nuggets right now saying between 40 and 50, it's set up now. But you have some people that are impatient. And so what happens and this is this is my thoughts. And I'm going to get yours after that is that when you start spending the bag at 20 and 30, by the time you're 40, you haven't accumulated and put in the work so that that residual income, the passive income is flowing. And then now you you are struggling. You can't take that month off. So. Yeah, talk about that. The person that's like, man, I hear you, man, but I really, I ain't feeling that right now. Yeah. <clears throat> now, here's the good thing. I'm only talking to certain individuals. <laughs> this this radio station, this podcast, this ain't for everybody. <clears throat> this is for the special people. Right. So all the special people, that's who I'm talking to. I'm not talking to the people that want to be in debt forever. The people that don't want residual income. And that's something I had to learn because, you know, I got my course. I'm a mentor and it used to kill me because I thought I was talking to everybody. I'm not, I'm only talking to the special people. I'm only talking to, and, and you can be special through your experiences. <clears throat> you could just be special. Some people are just special. 
But what I'm saying is, you now know, if you're listening to me, you now know working for money, exchanging time for money is not it. So I don't care what age you is. Let's say you're 37 right now and, and you didn't do right. I'm still telling you the golden ages, your experience, life experience is 40 to 50. You're mm. not late. You just need to apply this 90%, 80% back into investing, setting up your investment. If you're 39, not too late, you got one more year just to change your mindset. The golden years is from 40 to 50. Because remember what we knew at 20 to 30, sh- nothing. We were stupid, all of us. <laughs> and you can't tell me you wasn't. You right. may lie to your wife, or you may lie to your <laughs> girlfriend, you may lie to the pastor. You're not going right. to lie to me. I know you were stupid. All right. 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 And I'm glad you made it because I'm glad I made it. Right. So we can everybody and their mama can wipe out 20 to 30. Don't even worry about what you did. 30, especially about 33, something should be clicking in your mind. Like, "Eh, I need to get my, you know, I need to get this together. Now, if you can execute from 33 to to 40, you, you, you go. But even if you start at 39, you go 40, it's your golden years. You understand how to stay solid, how to keep your head down, how to keep moving forward. Right. If a, if a man would have tried me with my kids at 20, he would have been dead. If a man tried me now at 39 with my kids there, I'm going to exit before when I see he getting rowdy with somebody else, I'm gone. Right. Right. That's <laughs> wisdom. That, hey, that's wisdom right there. That's the difference. And so we need to do our, we need to treat our checkbooks the same way. But I'm going to just this real quickly. If you don't know. What you're supposed to be doing, you're not supposed to know right now. You're not supposed to know because who the hell told you? They don't talk about financial literacy in school. And I know, Thomas, everybody says this. Your mama and daddy didn't know financial literacy because most of them was in jail, incarcerated, or just was lucky enough to have a job. And even the uppity uh, minority families, they just had high-paying jobs, right? One out of 100 would break loose and get some apartment buildings in the community. But they didn't even share the knowledge, mm-hmm. right? They didn't share the knowledge because they was competing against their own people. See, we don't have enough wealth to start sharing yet. See, when, when, when we start having enough wealth in our community, and then it's no big deal to tell the secret, right? But when you're the only one, think about in the 80s, uh, you know, when you had, I'm just going to make this up, Mr. Raff, that's who he was called. And he owned the nightclub, and he owned the dry cleaning, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? He mm-hmm. owned a bunch of rental properties. He wasn't telling everybody else because everybody else was most likely hating because he was the only one. Right. So he's like, man, I'm trying to live. I ain't trying to be out here coaching these people. They don't pay me for that. So again, wealth was limited. Now that wealth is becoming more uh, abundant for minorities, we need to start sharing. And that's what this podcast is for. That's what my mentoring session is for. But unfortunately, we're at this point, we're still talking to a small group. So right. what I want to encourage you and all the coaches, now this is a coach's inspiration, focus on the people that want it. Mm. And, and, and listen, there's enough people that want it right. to not only help them, but to monetize it. And let me tell you this, I am one person that tell, I tell everybody that comes to my mentoring thing, I am monetizing what I know. It doesn't mean I'm here to hurt you. What I know, if you knew, you would be doing just as good as me or better, depending on your skill set. Because I have a high skill set on communication, but I don't work that hard. I'm not going to lie. 
I'm not listening. I don't work weekends. I don't work past five. I'm not doing it. I don't want 10 million. Well, mm -hmm. I don't want 20 million. You know, I think I'm I definitely, you know, I already got a bag. Right. But I'm just saying, like, I don't need to see 10 million in my account, 20 million in my account, because I live for my family, kids, you know, friends, take right. a couple trips. I ain't I don't need a Lambo. I probably mm -hmm. I would never get a Lambo. Even if I had a hundred million, I just not a Lambo person. Right. You gotta know thyself, man. Know that yeah. so hey, that's a good transition, you know, to talk about the mentoring, you know, um, as you was about to say, you know, get into uh because mentors help help you right they tell you what you need to know not what you want to hear talk about you know the power of the mentorship and how they were able to take you on this higher level in, in the real estate game uh, uh a baby got a mother right a mother got a pastor right uh uh, uh, uh athlete got a coach right a coach got a gm right uh, there's so many things that identify that people need that next level to mentor them or to keep them in line. Okay, Phil Jackson was not a, a, a he wasn't he wasn't better than Michael Jordan in basketball. He he couldn't perform to the level, but he could identify the talent and put him in a great position where he could be Michael Jordan, right? So we know that we already know that we need coaches. We already know that we need leadership. We know this. The problem is that nobody wants to pay for it, right? Because when you were growing up, it was free, right? <laughs> you didn't mm -hmm. have to pay for your mom. You didn't have to pay for uh, uh, Mr. G down at the community center. You know, you didn't have to pay for, uh, you know, uh, the extra summer uh, reading program that, you know, that, uh, that they put in the community so kids can read. But we didn't have to pay for that. So we have years of not having to pay for some type of mentorship. You didn't have to pay for your uncle that came by, picked you up and whooped your butt when you was bad in school. <laughs> now all of a sudden we're adults and we think, well, Thomas, me and you from the same community, man, put me on. Listen, in a perfect world, I probably would. Here's the problem with putting you on. And, and I wanna let everybody know this. So when they reaching out to these people, cause I get reached out to all the time to help. Let me tell you this, that person do probably wanna help you. That person would love to help you. But that person is so busy, that person is so busy, so locked in in what he trying to do, he already got friends and family that he has to, you know, be there for. So that's it. That's the little, a lot of the extra, a lot of time. Then he got uh, what his family, the kids, he got a lot for that time. So all he's saying is before you try to get in my space, invest in yourself, invest in me. You believe me? Listen to this. Here's the thing what I tell people. I say, if you see me on YouTube or you see me on social media and I'm flipping houses, right? Let's say you believe it. First of all, you can just go to the clerk of courts or property appraisers and actually type in people's names and businesses and you will really see if they're doing it or not. But if you really believe that I'm flipping houses and you know flipping houses yield from 60,000 to 150,000 in my area, maybe California up to two or 300,000. People don't, you know, I mean, you, you could flip something for a million dollars. I'm just saying in my area is 60,000 to 150. I do a lot of them. So it adds up. Right. Right. But if you really believe that, and then I ask you for $2,500 to let me mentor you, you know what I'm saying? And if you think that that is, you know, oh, he getting over, he's robbing. And I'm not just talking about me, but I'm talking about other people. Some people cost 10 grand. Some people cost 20 grand. 
You have to understand if they're about to teach you what they're doing, if they're really doing it, and you should do your due diligence to see if they're doing it. That is nothing to get in their life. I tell people all the time, man, listen, I don't even want 2,500. The reason why I got a charge is because I can't help everybody. Right. Right. I can't. I right. wouldn't be effective helping you if I was helping everybody. Right. So, right. so, so again, uh, nobody out here is going to help you for free. Right. And, and again, let me tell you this. Don't be offended that I said that. Cause I used to reach out to people Lauren. I did. I used to reach up and I used, they should know who I am. Cause I already got my stuff going. So they better talk to me. No, they don't even have to talk to me because right. I'm, I'm trying to get in their life. Right. And these mm -hmm. people ask for four or five grand. Do your research. If they're real, they're going to yield you way more. If they're not, uh, if they're not real, yeah, you're not going to get much value, but that's up to you. How, if you really appreciate your 5,000, you'll do a little bit more research and get the reviews on this person. See how many people they got that bag for. If right. they really did it, that's the lowest cost you can possibly ever pay. Everybody that ever invested in me, if they did the work, got their money back immediately. Right. So again, uh, mentors, you can't, you cannot do nothing without them. Absolutely need it. And you don't have to start with the paid ones. There is people out there that still have time for you. Uh, when, but when people like, you know, like me, that's trying to elevate my game, I just have less and less more time as I elevate the price is just going to keep going up. If you can jump on a person that's just coming up, and they're uh, for a twenty-five or five thousand dollar fee, and you really believe in them, please jump on. Because other than that, you know, you, Grant Cardone. And again, I <laughs> right. love Grant. I love right. Uncle Grant. I don't know what he gives Uncle you. Uncle G. I, yeah, I haven't dropped a hundred grand on him yet. Maybe right. I don't want to go that direction. Maybe I don't see the value. Whatever it is, but for Uncle Grant, it's a hundred k, and I've never seen nobody online complaining about it. Right. You know, before I let you go, I want you to talk about the class, um, you know, the, your your uh, investment, you know, course that you provide. Um, is it is it available for individuals that are in a different state? Like, can they connect with you? Like, you know, kind of break that down to and what are they going to get out of it? Right, right. I Thank you uh, for uh, mentioning that. And uh, I'm a mentor. I teach real estate investing. I teach uh, people how to wholesale real estate. Uh, now, wholesaling real estate is a, is a process where you identify distressed property, tangible distress or in, intangible, meaning it looks bad or it looks good, but they're losing it to a foreclosure, right? So sometimes you can identify with your eyes, sometimes not. I have to tell people that because they think distress is just an ugly house, right? And so uh, when you find a distressed property, obviously, I teach you how to you know, uh, gauge how much what the ARV is after repair value, uh, what the repair value, what the repair cost would be, uh, and then how much you need to buy it for. Once I teach you how to do that, I teach you how to fill out a two-page contract, you know, asking the seller to sell it to you. If they agree to sell it to you on that contract, it says that you have the right to work with your investor partners and assign the contract. At that point, uh, most likely your investors uh, will will buy it for a little bit higher and you keep what is called an assignment fee. Uh, it is not a commission fee because then you would need to be licensed as a realtor. 
uh, for a number of reasons, this is a great business because you're not even competing with the realtors. The houses that you will be doing, most realtors frowned upon, don't know how to handle them, and would not give that much effort just to make that small of a commission, right? Uh, what, what they don't know is that wholesalers make way more than realtors because even if it's only a five or $10,000 uh, assignment fee, you can literally do it multiple times a week, right? right? So that's what I teach people. Now, once you graduate from wholesaling, you got a couple hundred thousand dollars. I teach you how to take that same $10,000 deal and turn it to an $80,000 deal, right? I can be reached on all major platforms at richloser321, uh, website richloser321.com. And, um, you know, uh, uh, Thomas Owens on Facebook. And you can do it from anywhere in the world. There's absolutely uh, nothing uh, that stops you in any state. And the way I like to think about it is wholesaling real estate is just like wholesaling t-shirts. You get them in bulk, you get them for the lower prices, and then you upsell, right? We do more, we base our business more off volume than what a realtor do and say, oh, you know, I want that million dollar listing uh, where they're gonna make 60K in one house, right? Uh, usually even those realtors that sell, sell the million dollar houses, I promise you I've been a licensed realtor for 15 years, unless they're like the one 1%, they don't get that many of the million dollar houses anyways. So it's a lot of in between 200s you know, then they got to wait 60 days and then that house can fail or the financing can fall through and wholesaling real estate. You're literally dealing with the seller direct and a cash buyer, right? Rarely do it fall through because they only have seven days to purchase anyways. So right. you went from 65 to seven days and then you're on the next project where a realtor is still stressing uh, inspections, uh, financing contingencies, uh, disclosure documents. We take out all of that. We go straight for the money and the process is over. So I would love to be your mentor. Uh, and even if I'm not your mentor, I put together a simple course and I've been working on this course a lot, man. Mm -hmm. It literally started at videos that was an hour long and I just scaled them all the way down to four to six minutes, just trying to like get straight to the point. Right. 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 Um, uh, in the first, uh, I would say the first 10 videos, uh, uh, courses, uh, it literally teaches you it just how to do it, period. Boom, done. You know how to do it. On the other 30 courses, course videos, it teach you how to make a business, you know, how to build a business, how to mm. do this for your life, how All to right. create wealth in real estate, right? Which is going to take uh, vocabulary. It's going to take, uh, you know, learning the processes. Um, so that's it, man. That's, That's what's it. up, man. Listen, I appreciate you, brother. You know, value your time, man. And, and so it's been a pleasure to chop it up with you and connect. Um, before we go, I always ask my guests that are on the show, if you can go back and give yourself a piece of advice when you were 20, 25, what would that be? I, you know, I, I had it so rough, L. I mean, I had it so rough that in my 20s, I had nothing but to be focused. I didn't, I didn't blow my money. I didn't get, I didn't have babies. I didn't, you know, I didn't have a bunch of girlfriends. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like if I can go, I, I'm glad I sat the bench in college to humble me, right? I'm <laughs> right. glad 
I'm glad. So what I would say, my answer, which is probably going to be a little different than everybody else, I encourage everybody not to change nothing about their past. I tell everybody to go ahead and change now for their future, right? So I'm on that Kanye, even though he crazy, I'm on that Kanye <laughs> stuff right now. We talking about black futures right now, right? right I already right. know y'all messed up. I don't care if you messed up, right? We talking about from now, you know, from now, what can you do? If you 50, and I pray you did something right. Usually when you 50, you did something right, or you're not even gonna listen to this podcast anyways. But if you 50, I know you did something right. Let's say you got a whole bunch of equity in your house. We at the top of the market. Go ahead and sell. If you if you build a bill, if you got you know 50, 100, 150, 200 equity in your house, go ahead and sell. Get you a trailer, right? I know, I know it is gonna be controversial. Get you a small, modest trailer. Pay it off, no debt, and go ahead and get with somebody. And there's always somebody you just ain't looking. Get with somebody that's investing aggressively and, you know, get out there and try to make that bag, make your money work for you. Even if you 50, stop accepting stress, living check to check, social security check to social security check. Step outside of your safety net. And it's not even a safety net. That's the sad. <laughs> it's actually just a horrible net. Step, get out of that net. I ain't going to right. say safety net. Go live modest. I'm telling you, it's something about living modest, but having that financial security. You know what I'm saying? I wish I could show y'all my house. Yeah, I got a little pool table, little yard, little, you know, three bedroom. Man, come on, man. You know, that's not that's not the way they would say a baller live. You really got it? Then why are you living like that? Why you got a little modest house, man? Because you know what? When I wake up in the morning, man, I take my time and get up. When I go to Sherman Williams to buy paint, I scroll over there. I just, and when I'm in <laughs> Sherman Williams, I literally just talk to the people for two hours and kick the can. And then I go to the house and I talk to the contractors for two hours. And even the contractors, they got a certain loyalty to me because I don't need, I know they're not going to be responsible and do everything they say, but because I'm not in a Russian life, I'm not pressed and stressed for money. They like working for me. So yeah, they miss a day. I don't get on them. I call them and say, hey man, how you doing? You feeling good? How's your wife? What's going on? I ain't see you today. Oh yeah, I'm sorry, Tom. They gonna come up with whatever excuse, but I'm gonna be there tomorrow. All right, buddy, I was just checking on you. That's a lot different than saying, hey, big head, where you at? I need you here. Come on, you costing me money. Now the person who is aggressive like that, they're really calling and being aggressive because they are paycheck to paycheck. Remember, most flippers got the big, you know, 32-inch rim trucks, the, right, the right. lavish houses, the, the, the high-end wife, right? And so they got to get that money. So they need those contractors to come. Right. But when you don't live like that, when you make a couple decisions to not be pressing, then you can almost make everybody feel comfortable around you. So that's my suggestion. Don't change nothing. Change just today. Moving forward. You know, live a quality life. Man, there you go, man. I appreciate that, brother. And I'm sure the listeners do too. We're going to mm -hmm. connect, man. We're going to have to bring you back on. We can go into the part two, uh, really diving in. Not giving away too much nuggets, but uh, definitely, yeah. uh, man, it's been a pleasure, man. You dropped some dimes today, bro. So appreciate you, man. I wish that the uh, the business continues to thrive and do well. And we'll be connected, bro.